God bless all you guys. Hey, I just want to thank you so much for listening to these episodes, these messages that God's placed in my heart. I just want to take a short, quick time here just to let you guys know about our ministry's YouTube channel. Uh, you know, it just really mean a lot for you guys to go ahead and click the link in the description. If you guys haven't already, go ahead and click that link. Go ahead and subscribe. Turn on the notifications. That way you guys can see when we go live. Hallelujah. And that you'll be able to see when we put out any new content, anything that God's placed on my heart, I upload to YouTube. So if you guys could go ahead and join us by subscribing to our ministry's YouTube channel, that would help us out a bunch in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening uh, you know, to these podcasts. It really means a lot to me. I pray you're blessed by them. And without further ado, let's go ahead and let's get right back into this next episode. Hallelujah. God bless all you guys. Hey, this is Prophet Joel Grover. I just wanted to give you guys a message that the Spirit was placing on my heart. And I woke up, you know, and I asked the Holy Spirit to show me some to show me some new things. And I remember as I was praying, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me to go to Romans. So I want you guys to open up into the scriptures with me in Romans chapter 3. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 3, verse 22, and we're going to read through. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe, for there is no difference. So I want you guys to see this. The righteousness of God is not something that you get from yourself, for you don't have your own righteousness. But the righteousness of God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all. That means everybody who believes in Jesus Christ has faith in Jesus. And the one who has faith in Jesus automatically receives the righteousness of God. This is why... It's so important for us to understand what the blood of Jesus did for us. The blood of Jesus took us from being unrighteous, unclean, and full of sin, and it washed us, and it removed the sin. It cleansed us and washed us as white as snow, the word of the Lord says, and it allowed us to be in righteousness with God through Jesus' sacrifice that he paid on the cross. So verse 23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But watch what the next verse says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So your redemption does not come through yourself. Your redemption does not come through your title. Your redemption does not come through what people know you for. Your redemption is only found in Christ Jesus. So because you're a believer, you automatically have redemption through Jesus Christ in his blood that washes you. The Bible says that you have been justified freely by his grace. Why? Because he has paid the price. Without any cost, you have received his grace through the redemption through Jesus Christ. So Jesus, when he died on the cross, he paid the price for you to live freely for him, for you to be free from unrighteousness, for you to be free from all sin. Hallelujah. The Bible says in verse 25, 
whom God set forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance, God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. Hallelujah. So the sin that you had in your life, the sin that you have in your life yesterday, the sin that you may have done today, you just got to ask God, hallelujah, to forgive you, to wash you with the blood of Jesus. You have to understand that the goodness of God is what leads us to repentance. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. See, it's the, it's the, goodness, it's the goodness of God, glory to Jesus, that leads us to repentance. Go with me to Romans chapter 2, verse 4. Bible says, or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance in long suffering, the judgment of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance. So it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. So when you are feeling guilty, when you feel like dirty or have condemnation, the Bible says that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So what, the, so what the trick of the enemy is, is to get you to not want to believe that the blood of Jesus is good enough for you because you continue to fall into this sin and you can't get out of it. So his job is to get you to believe that the blood wasn't good enough Hallelujah. And that the righteousness of God is not belong to you because you're actually living in sin and you're walking in unrighteousness. All you have to do is to get rid of that, is to make up your mind that day who you're going to serve. And it's as easy as allowing the goodness of God to lead you back to repentance, meaning you turn away from the sin and you stop doing what you know you're not supposed to do and you rely on the grace that's been freely given to you by the blood of Jesus through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to overcome all temptation, to overcome all sin that tries to come into your life and get you to feel guilty so that you turn your back away from God completely. And the devil wants to just convince you, saints. The devil just wants to convince you that the blood of Jesus was not good enough and is not good enough to set you free because you're the one that's still sinning. But you got to understand, the blood of Jesus carries power. The blood of Jesus is what tore the veil. The blood of Jesus is what separated us, hallelujah, what removed the veil, which is what separated us from God. You now have full access to the holy of holies, the Bible says, which is the throne of grace. Why? Because you've received it freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So I don't want you to continue to go through life with the guilt in your mind, with the condemnation inside of you that the enemy gets you to sin and then you sin and then he says you'll never be able to come back. No, that's the lie. He wants you to believe that the blood of Jesus is not good enough for you, that the blood of Jesus does not have enough power to, to, to set you free 
from your sin. The blood of Jesus isn't enough to wash you from the sin that you've been living in. All you have to do is get into the word of God. All you have to do is turn around from your old ways and turn to the new ways. Hallelujah. The Bible says that if you be in Christ, you be a new creature. Glory to Jesus. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. See, you got to get that into your spirit and understand that as a believer, you are washed with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says that God does no longer hold the sin against you, but he remembers it no more. The word of the Lord says that he forgets your sin. He's, he doesn't see your sin as far as the east is from the west. He doesn't see that sin anymore. But what he does see is the sacrifice of his son's blood that was shed on the cross for you and I so that we could have a life with God through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. So God knew what he was doing. In fact, the Bible says that God made the one who had no sin, to be sin for you and I because the Bible says cursed is the one who hangs on a tree. So a curse represented where sin, curse came through sin. So as soon as Jesus hung on the tree, the Bible says that cursed is the one who hangs on the tree. So that's how he became sin for us. He did not sin, hallelujah, but he became sin for us because he became the curse that you and I were cursed under. See, when sin entered in, a curse came into the earth and curse came on all mankind that entered into the earth. But as soon as Jesus shed his blood, as soon as he was crucified on the cross, the word of the Lord says, cursed is the one who hangs on the tree. So as soon as Jesus was hanging on the tree, that curse was reversed and he became the curse that you and I were under so that you and I could become the righteousness of God through Jesus in the blood that was shed for you and I on the cross. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 21 says this. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. How did he become sin for us? He became a curse. Hallelujah, because he hung on a tree. That The Bible says that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So like I read to you in the beginning in Romans chapter 3, we have become the righteousness of God. How? Only in Jesus Christ. Only by the blood of Jesus. Only through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Will you be, will you be able to overcome the temptation? Will you be able to overcome that sin? Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. See, this is very important for us to understand. And for every believer out there where the devil has been lying to you, where the enemy has been telling you what you have done is beyond forgiveness. What you have done is beyond for you returning. See, you got to understand. There's a, there's, a, there's a story in the scriptures that comes to my spirit. And it's the story of the prodigal son. The prodigal son is the one, the father had two sons. The one son stayed, meaning that he did not sin. He remained in the father's kingdom. But the other son 
left the, the father and he went and he spent all of his inheritance, all of his money, and he slept with the world and he went and did everything that the, the kingdom says not to do. He sinned in every way and shape and form possible to the point where he became bankrupt and that he had to now work as a slave even though he was a king in the spirit because his father is automatically a king and that makes him an automatic king, hallelujah, because his father is a king. That makes him a king, but he decided to bow down to the earth. He decided to bow down to the ways of the sinful nature of the curse of the earth and say, you know what? I deserve this. I spend all my money. I'm not worthy of going back to my father's house. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to be a slave in work. And he, I believe he shoveled like, you know, he worked with the pigs. He shoveled cow manure. He worked in a very terrible position to where he could he could not even afford food. Oh, my goodness. He could not even afford food, so he would eat even from the pig's trough. So this is a son who is automatically a king because his father is a king. But the son thought to himself, I'm not worthy of going back to my father because I've sinned so much. I've done so much wrong. In fact, I deserve to eat from the pig's trough to where they're, where, you know, where they're getting food. But the Bible says that all of a sudden the son came to his senses and the son said, you know what? I, I have a father, and he even has many servants, and even his servants are not treated like this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell him I'm going to get a plan. I'm going to come to my father and tell him I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have all these excuses. I'm going to have all these reasons why he should accept me back. See, this is how... This is how the world thinks when they sin against God. They think, man, I'm not good enough to, to come back to God. There's no way. But the Bible says that as the son was far off from the land when he was returning to the father's house, the Bible says that from a distance, the father saw him and that he ran the father. This is the king. The father runs and embraces the son before the son can even get a word out of his mouth. So you got to look at this picture. This is the picture of you turning back to Jesus, going back from the old ways, turning from the lies of the devil that says you're not good enough, turning from the lies of the devil that says your sin is too deep, your sin is too dark. It's impossible for the blood to cover you. No, that's the lie of the devil to get you to continue to live with the pigs. It's the lie of the devil to con con continue to get you to live with what he lives with. See, the devil lives with the pigs. That's why the Bible says, oh my gosh. That's why the Bible says the demon said to Jesus when, when he came to the, the, the spirit legion, the, le the uh, demon legion said, oh, don't cast us out, but cast us into the pigs. Why? Because that's where they belong. They belong with the pigs. They, the demons belong with eating with, from the pig's trough. And the Bible says that Jesus said, go. And the Bible says that the demons went into the pigs. Why? Because the demons are no greater than the pigs. But guess what, saints? Jesus paid a price too high for the son and the daughter of God to live and dwell with the pigs. Jesus paid a price too high for the sons and daughters to eat like the pigs and to live like the pigs. The pigs are the ones that live like the earth. The demons are the ones that have to live like the earth. Why? Because the demons are the ones that are cursed. 
Man is not cursed anymore because the blood of Jesus has set you free from the curse of the law because Jesus became a curse so that you and I could be set free from the curse so that we should come back to the Father in Jesus' mighty name. So the word of the Lord says that the Father embraced him. The Bible says that the Father said, quick, the man is wearing rags. He's not supposed to be wearing rags. Quick, get some sandals for his feet. He's not supposed to be walking on the earth like a son on the earth because he's not a son of the earth. He's a son of the kingdom. I'm talking to every prodigal son. I'm talking to every prodigal daughter. God is calling back the prodigals. What does that mean? God is calling back the ones where the devil has lied to them for so long and has said your sin is past forgiveness. Your sin is not able to be forgiven. But I'm here to tell you today, there is a there is a son. His name is Jesus. There is a God who sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for every single prodigal son, for every single prodigal daughter. And the son came back to the father and the father said, quick, get a ring, put it upon him. Why? That, because that represents authority. That, re- that represents dominion. That represents your authority and where you have inheritance. The, the ring is the signet ring. Hallelujah. The Bible says, he says, get quick, get the shoes, put them on his feet. Why? Because he's been walking in the world. He's been living in the world, but now we're going to give him a replacement of shoes of the kingdom. The kingdom shoes are now being put on his feet. Why? Because he is royalty. Quick, get the robe. What does the robe represent? The robe represents righteousness because he was living. He had um, a, a tunic that had pig's feces on it. He had a tunic that had mud on it. It was filthy. He said, get rid of that Get rid of that filthy garment. My son has returned to me. Quick, cover him with the, the robe of righteousness, a robe of honor. So they took off the robe of filth, the one that the devil said that you will always wear. But the father who represents God, as you return to the as you returned as the son and the daughter of the king most high to your inheritance to the kingdom of God, and you repented and you've given your life back to Jesus. The Bible says, the father says, quick, get a robe of righteousness which represents holiness and put it upon him as if he never left my kingdom as if he never sinned against me for I've waited for this day and he says quick get get the fatted calf that we have been preparing saints you got to understand this the father was in was in expectation that the son was going to return eventually hallelujah so the father is in expectation with his arms open wide saying my son and my daughter who the devil has lied to for so long enough is enough come and return to me for that sin that you have done is not greater than the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for you over 2,000 years ago but all you have to do is let my goodness Uh, lead you to repentance so that you can turn from your wicked ways and I will put a signet ring upon you my arms are wide open I'm gonna embrace you like a father embraces a son hallelujah and I'm gonna put a robe of righteousness back upon you because that is your portion your portion is not to be with the demons your portion is not to live among the slaves but you are called a king you are a king of kings hallelujah and you are a lord of lords Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord says, return back to me. 
Return back to me, my son and my daughter. For repent and know that I forgive you. Know that that sin is not greater than the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. We praise Jesus for the blood. We thank God for sending his son because the blood of Jesus is more than enough to accept you back into his kingdom. Do not settle. Do not settle to live where the demons live. Do not settle to walk where the demons walk on the earth. But your inheritance is in the kingdom. Where you are to walk is, is the shoes, hallelujah, is the sandals that make you worthy. Where you are to walk is the robe which makes you a king of righteousness. Hallelujah. Where you are to walk is where the fatty cap is prepared for you, meaning you shall only eat the best in the land. Hallelujah. You shall not eat from pig's troughs. You shall not eat from where the world eats, but you shall eat where the king eats. And you shall sit at the king's table. Hallelujah. In the name of of Jesus glory to God hallelujah if that's you and you're listening to this message and the devil's been lying to you and saying the sin that you have done is greater than the blood of Jesus and that lie has been resonated in your heart resonated in your spirit I'm asking you today I'm saying that the Holy Spirit is leading you to repentance I want you to repeat after me say father in the name of Jesus I ask you that you forgive me for my sins Hallelujah. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. I thank you and I receive your forgiveness of sins. Wash me with your blood and cleanse me and make me righteous in your image. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for accepting me back into your kingdom. Thank you for empowering me to no longer walk and live in that sin that's held me down. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you... Just prayed that prayer for the first time or this is a second time that you prayed this prayer and you're returning back to the Father. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to connect with us. Go to our website, our ministry's website, hallelujah, www.alimministries.com. I would love to hear, go ahead and click uh, connect with us. So that I would love to hear your testimony. I would love to hear from you and receive a message. Glory to Jesus. So that we can continue to pray for you. And that you would continue to connect with this ministry. And stay connected. So that you will continue to walk in Jesus name. In righteousness and holiness. Empowered by the Holy Spirit. In Jesus name. Glory to God. Welcome back to the kingdom. Welcome from returning from the ways of the, the old ways of the earth, no longer as a slave, no longer eating from the ways of the earth, no longer living in the curse area just like the demons are, but living now in the kingdom of righteousness, living where the Father is, where there is no curse, but there's only abundance of blessing. This is what the blood of Jesus did for you and me in Jesus' name. I pray you guys have been encouraged by this message in Jesus' name. God bless you. Have a blessed day or a blessed night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this message, and move forward in victory by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen.